Job 31 1-33-33 I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I gaze with desire at a virgin? For what is the allotment of God from above, or the heritage from the Almighty on high? Does not disaster come to the unjust and calamity to the workers of iniquity? Does he not see my ways and count my every step? If I have walked in falsehood or my foot has rushed to deceit, let God weigh me with honest scales, that he may know my integrity. If my steps have turned from the path, if my heart has followed my eyes, or if impurity has stuck to my hands, then may another eat what I have sown, and may my crops be uprooted. If my heart has been enticed by my neighbor's wife, or I have lurked at his door, then may my own wife grind grain for another, and may other men sleep with her. For that would be a heinous crime, an iniquity to be judged. For it is a fire that burns down to a batten, it would root out my entire harvest. If I have rejected the cause of my manservant or maidservant when they made a complaint against me, what will I do when God rises to judge? How will I answer when called to account? Did not He who made me in the womb also make them? Did not the same one form us in the womb? If I have denied the desires of the poor or allowed the widow's eyes to fail, if I have eaten my morsel alone, not sharing it with the fatherless though from my youth I reared him as would a father, and from my mother's womb I guided the widow if I have seen one perish for lack of clothing, or a needy man without a cloak, if his heart has not blessed me for warming him with the fleece of my sheep, if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless because I saw that I had support in the gate, then may my arm fall from my shoulder and be torn from its socket. For calamity from God terrifies me, and His splendor I cannot overpower. If I have put my trust in gold or called pure gold my security, if I have rejoiced in my great wealth because my hand had gained so much, if I have beheld the sun in its radiance or the moon moving in splendor, so that my heart was secretly enticed and my hand threw a kiss from my mouth, this would also be an iniquity to be judged, for I would have denied God on high. If I have rejoiced in my enemy's ruin, or exulted when evil befell him I have not allowed my mouth to sin by asking for his life with a curse if the men of my house have not said, Who is there who has not had his fill question mark but no stranger had to lodge on the street, for my door has been opened to the traveller if I have covered my transgressions like Adam by hiding my guilt in my heart, because I greatly feared the crowds and the contempt of the clans terrified me, so that I kept silent and would not go outside, oh, that I had one to hear me. Here is my signature. Let the Almighty answer me, let my accuser compose an indictment. Surely I would carry it on my shoulder and wear it like a crown. I would give account of all my steps, I would approach him like a prince, if my land cries out against me and its furrows weep together, if I have devoured its produce without payment or broken the spirit of its tenants, then let briars grow instead of wheat and stinkweed instead of barley. Thus conclude the words of Job. So these three men stopped answering Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. This kindled the anger of Elihu son of Barachel the Buzite, of the family of Ram. He burned with anger against Job for justifying himself rather than God, and he burned with anger against Job's three friends because they had failed to refute Job, and yet had condemned him. Now Elihu had waited to speak to Job because the others were older than he. But when he saw that the three men had no further reply, his anger was kindled. So Elihu son of Barachel the Buzite declared, I am young in years, while you are old, that is why I was timid and afraid to tell you what I know. I thought that age should speak, and many years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in a man, the breath of the Almighty, that gives him understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, or the elderly who understand justice. Therefore I say, listen to me, I too will declare what I know. Indeed, I waited while you spoke, I listened to your reasoning, as you searched for words, I paid you full attention. But no one proved Job wrong, not one of you rebutted his arguments. So do not claim, we have found wisdom, let God, not man, refute him. But Job has not directed his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. Job's friends are dismayed, with no more to say, 
words have escaped them. Must I wait, now that they are silent, now that they stand and no longer reply? I too will answer, yes, I will declare what I know. For I am full of words, and my spirit within me compels me. Behold, my belly is like unvented wine, it is about to burst like a new wineskin. I must speak and find relief, I must open my lips and respond. I will be partial to no one nor will I flatter any man. For I do not know how to flatter, or my maker would remove me in an instant. But now, O Job, hear my speech, and listen to all my words. Behold, I will open my mouth, my address is on the tip of my tongue. My words are from an upright heart, and my lips speak sincerely what I know. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Refute me if you can, prepare your case and confront me. I am just like you before God, I was also formed from clay. Surely no fear of me should terrify you, nor will my hand be heavy upon you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard these very words, I am pure, without transgression, I am clean, with no iniquity in me. Yet God finds occasions against me, He counts me as His enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks, He watches over all my paths. Behold, you are not right in this matter. I will answer you, for God is greater than man. Why do you complain to him that he answers nothing a man asks? For God speaks in one way and in another, yet no one notices. In a dream, in a vision in the night, when deep sleep falls upon men as they slumber on their beds, he opens their ears and terrifies them with warnings to turn a man from wrongdoing and keep him from pride, to preserve his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. A man is also chastened on his bed with pain and constant distress in his bones, so that he detests his bread, and his soul loathes his favorite food his flesh wastes away from sight, and his hidden bones protrude. He draws near to the pit, and his life to the messengers of death. Yet if there is a messenger on his side, one mediator in a thousand, to tell a man what is right for him, to be gracious to him and say, spare him from going down to the pit, I have found his ransom, then his flesh is refreshed like a child's, he returns to the days of his youth. He prays to God and finds favor, he sees God's face and shouts for joy, and God restores his righteousness to that man. Then he sings before men with these words, I have sinned and perverted what was right, yet I did not get what I deserved. He redeemed my soul from going down to the pit, and I will live to see the light. Behold, all these things God does to a man, two or even three times, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Pay attention, Job, and listen to me, be silent, and I will speak. But if you have something to say, answer me, speak up, for I would like to vindicate you. But if not, then listen to me be quiet, and I will teach you wisdom. 2 Corinthians 3 1-18 Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or like some, do we need commendatory letters to you or from you? You are our letter, having been inscribed in our hearts, being known and being read by all men, being revealed that you are a letter of Christ, having been ministered to by us, having been inscribed not in ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Now we have such confidence through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient from ourselves to reckon anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Now if the ministry of death, having been engraved in letters on stones, was produced in glory, so as for the sons of Israel not to be able to look intently into the face of Moses, on account of the glory of his face which is fading, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be more in glory? For if glory was in the ministry of condemnation, much more does the ministry of righteousness abound in glory. For even that having been made glorious has not been glorified in this respect, on account of the glory surpassing it. For if that which is fading away was through glory, much more is that remaining in glory. 
therefore having such a hope, we used great boldness, and not as Moses would put a veil over his face for the sons of Israel not to look intently into the end of that fading away. But their minds were hardened, for until the present day, the same veil remains at the reading of the Old Covenant, not being lifted, which is being removed in Christ. But unto this day, when Moses shall be read, a veil lies over their heart. But whenever one shall have turned to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all having been unveiled in face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, even as from the Lord, the Spirit. Psalm 43 1-5 Vindicate me, O God, and plead my case against an ungodly nation, deliver me from deceitful and unjust men. For you are the God of my refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why must I walk in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? Send out your light and your truth, let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, and to the place where you dwell. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my greatest joy. I will praise you with the harp, O God, my God. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why the unease within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Saviour and my God. Proverbs 22 8-9 He who sows injustice will reap disaster, and the rod of his fury will be destroyed. A generous man will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor.